Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Good morning, beautiful. Thank you for joining me today. And we are well and truly on the home straight to Christmas, which is frankly my favourite time of year. I love that everyone is in a festive mood. People are starting to relax. People are starting to think about the new year and goals and giving themselves time and space to reset and refocus. And it's also a time of connection, right? We spend time with family and friends and loved ones and we mark all these wonderful occasions together. And quite often we get to spend time with people who we don't see much throughout the year just because life is busy. And so I love having this time to just be and spend it on and with the people I care about. But I know that's not the case for everyone. I know quite often this time of year comes with obligations. It comes with spending time with people we don't necessarily love or choose to hang out with. And sometimes we are showing up to events out of a sense of duty or obligation. And that's okay if you make the conscious decision to do that, to show up and be present because you want to be, even if the experience is not necessarily enjoyable or entirely enjoyable. But I think for so many people, we show up to things because ultimately we are trying to please people in our lives. We don't want to let people down. We don't want people to be disappointed in us or to think badly of us. And it talks to this broader issue that we have, particularly as women, where we want to please people. We want to be people pleasers. And to be clear, like I have never identified myself as a people pleaser until quite recently because, frankly, I've I've never really cared that much if people liked me or not. Like if I'm not your cup of tea, that's fine. I've never needed people to want to be friends with me. I've always been quite self-assured in that regard. And that's no judgment on on people who do want people to like them and, and, and be friends. It's just not something that's front of mind for me. But what I have realised recently is that I am a people pleaser because I go to extreme lengths to prioritise other people's needs and desires and to protect people and to protect people's feelings because I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. And perhaps I also don't want myself to feel uncomfortable having some of these exchanges. As I think about it, I probably don't want to feel uncomfortable myself. So there are some people I'm quite happy to stand up and have a very direct and I suppose confrontational discussion with. And there are other people that I'm not. And the reason is is because I value their relationship or I perceive them in a certain way that I don't want to rattle the cage. I don't want to rock the boat. And so what happens is I overcompensate. I do things or I say things or I don't say things because I want there to be harmony and comfort for other people. And I think ultimately that deep-rooted desire to keep people happy and to please those around us, I think really does come from how we are brought up, particularly as young girls. Because so much of our socialisation is around being the nice girl, being accommodating, being helpful, being polite. 
and being caring and kind. And these are all traits that are very much identified with young girls and women generally. They are those nurturing traits or those female characteristics that society really does put on young girls in a way that it doesn't put on young boys. And look, I do think that dynamic is shifting. I think things are very different here in the 2020s versus when I grew up in the the 80s and certainly generations before that. But we are all still programmed in a certain way. And as individuals, we have these deep-rooted expectations of ourselves. We have these social norms that are deeply embedded into our internal programming. And we never think about them. That's kind of the nature of the internal programming and and how our brains work is that we aren't even conscious of these ideas or these standards that we have for ourselves or that we think we need to live by. And I'm talking about this because I think we really need to be able to make the distinction between when we are doing something in default mode to keep other people happy, to please other people versus when we are doing things because we want to because where we have made a conscious choice. The result of that conscious choice may mean that people are pleased, right? We might decide to do something out of duty or obligation because we want to, or the result may be that people are disappointed in us as a result of the actions we've taken. I think it is so important to become aware of the choices that we are making and really own the decisions that we make and the subsequent consequences of that. And so I think a big part of it is the self-awareness. And then the other part is knowing why we make certain decisions, right? What is that guiding force behind the choices we make? And I refer to this as being your life vision, your goals. This is what you are working towards or what you deeply desire for your life. When we are clear on what we want and we have that level of self-awareness to realise that our choices are creating the results in our life and the outcomes, then we can get very intentional about aligning the two things. And I want to give you an example for my own life and and how this showed up for me recently. So most years we host Christmas at my house and, you know, my husband, Sash, and I are quite happy to do it. But let's be honest, there's a lot of work that goes into having people over, right? There's the cleaning the house, there's the shopping, there's the food prep, there's the cooking, there's the cleaning up, and then there's the tidying up after everyone leaves. And I'm originally from the UK and a big part of our Christmas has always been having the big cooked lunch. And as much as preparing the veggies with my mum on Christmas morning is part of our Christmas tradition, it's also a lot of work and it's something that I don't particularly care about. And now that we have young children, This year I've decided I'm not doing it. We are going to have a Christmas with no cooking. And if anyone wants something that needs to be cooked, knock yourself out. The oven is there. You do what you want to do. But I am preparing a cold Christmas. Everything will be in the fridge and I'm just going to pull it out (laughs) before we eat. And this has been on my mind for about a decade. We've been talking about doing this, maybe doing this as a family for a long time. And we always come back to, oh no, we'll just do the big cooked lunch. And this year I've just decided no. And the reason is, is because I have young kids and I am so excited this year for Christmas because we have got like so much train stuff coming, (laughs) right? Santa has been busy pulling together all of the train kit that you can imagine. 
And all I want to do on Christmas Day is sit down with my young boys and build train tracks and play with all the trains and do all of those things that they love and subsequently I love doing and spending that quality time with them. So what's important in my life vision right now is quality time with my kids, enjoying these experiences with them while they are young. And the idea of spending time in the kitchen, away from them, preparing a lovely lunch for the 15 people that will be in my house, I have no interest in it. And there will be people that will be disappointed. There will be people that wanted the turkey and the Yorkshire puddings and all the rest. And I'm completely comfortable in my decision to let those people be disappointed. Because ultimately, time with my family is the number one priority on Christmas Day. That is my priority and that anchors me and it anchors all of my choices. And the other thing is, is if someone doesn't like it, they can figure it out themselves. They can find an alternative if they want to. So often we think we need to provide all the answers. We need to be responsible for all the solutions. And frankly, we don't have to, right? Everyone's a grown-up. You get to make your choices. If you want a hot lunch at Christmas, make it at your house or prepare it and bring it to my house. Like you have choices in the situation and I am not responsible for other people's happiness. I am also not responsible for what other people think about me. They can think whatever they want. The principle of it is really important because we make decisions every single day where we are thinking about other people's needs and priorities and expectations before our own. We are prioritising other people's perception of us rather than prioritising our own goals and our own desires. And the truth is that is not serving us. It is not serving us if we are trying to create a career that we love and create a life that we love. If we are trying to work towards something big and something that makes us happy, we need to be aligned. We need to have that clear vision in our minds. And where so many people get tripped up is they actually haven't articulated that vision for themselves. They don't know what their priorities are. They don't know what their deepest desires are. And if you don't have that clarity, you aren't working towards what you want. So my invitation to you is take the time, get clear on what it is you want, what matters to you. And I'll pop a link in the show notes for a resource I have where you can actually sit down and create your vision for the new year and for the life and career that you want, because it's actually so good to get this down on paper and to think through the different elements of your life and where you are right now and where you really want to be. So do that. Make the time to get clear on what it is you want and know that and make the decision how badly you want it, right? Because you have to be all in on creating the career and the life that you want in order for it to happen. It will not come to you on a silver platter. You need to make the choices consistent with that vision every day. And that requires effort. It requires sometimes upsetting people or disappointing people, but it's okay because you know what you're working towards. You are making that conscious and deliberate choice. You are being intentional with your life and creating a life that you have designed thoughtfully and with intention. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. 
I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career-orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And the other thing is just remember that what other people think of you is none of your business. That is a saying that I have going on in my head a lot. I come back to that thought often because it is so easy to make assumptions about what other people think or what other people perceive. And the truth is, you have no idea what is going on in someone's head. None. Sometimes we might have conversations that reflect ideas or people might tell us directly a thought or feeling they're having about something we've done. But most of the time, we are making it up. And the truth is, people will think whatever they want to think. It doesn't matter if you did everything perfectly in life and you put other people's needs in front of your own for your entire life. There will always be people who have thoughts about that. But you can't control what other people think and you can't control how other people respond. That's on them. So just focus on your own circle of control. What is it you want? What are you working towards? How are you going to make that happen? And make sure that all the decisions and choices you make are conscious decisions that are aligned with creating the results you want in your career and in your life. And then let other people be. Let them think what they will think. Let them say what they will say. And know that you are anchored to what you are here to do, to the life that you are creating. And if you need to, block out the noise of other people, right? If people are telling you things you don't want to hear or giving feedback that is not constructive for you, you don't need to listen. And, you know, I always come back to these three questions, right? What's going well? What didn't go well? And what would I do differently? There might be feedback that is helpful for you, but it might not be too, right? Decide what you spend your time on. Decide whether you are going to indulge in other people's drama and thoughts and emotions and be conscious that you are choosing to do that, right? Keep focused on what you are working towards. You know you're a good person. You know what you are doing and what your purpose is in this life. So keep that front of mind. Now, my final thought on this idea of pleasing people is it's also okay to make a decision that isn't entirely aligned with your goals if you are making it as a conscious choice. And an example of that is choosing to attend a family event that perhaps you won't love being at or there are people there that you don't enjoy spending time with, but you make that decision intentionally and consciously because it will make your partner happy or it will make your parents happy. Now, that is a choice. And so that's okay to do it. But then you don't get to show up and be resentful because you have taken ownership of this choice. And so in doing that, you are actually getting a sense of joy or contentment or fulfillment because you are making other people in your life happy. And so that is the choice, right? You are sacrificing perhaps some of your own desires to experience the joy of making someone else happy. And that's a very intentional decision. So as you are going into Christmas, as you are choosing how you are going to spend your time off, make choices that are aligned with your vision, that light you up, right? And let go of everyone else. People will think what people think and it's okay. 
You are not responsible for other people's thoughts and feelings. You are responsible for creating the results and the lifestyle and the career and the accomplishments that you want. So think about your impact. Think about what matters to you and then make deliberate and conscious decisions from that place. Okay, lovelies. And as I said, if you want help working out your vision and what your priorities are, then download the 2023 vision planner and get to work. Give yourself some time to really play with this. Enjoy that process. Get curious with yourself and define what it is that will make you happy and then go out and make it happen. Have a beautiful day. I will see you next time. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.